0: folks, this is Gabriel. Saving Bernice, Chapter 5, Cleaning the House. As the weeks passed, my routine on Fridays remained the same. I would arrive promptly at 6 p.m. With each passing week, I grew more insistent on a particular rule. The dog had to sleep outside the room, (laughs) so we needed to shut that bedroom door. However, Bernice wasn't willing to accept this argument. Rather than engaging in arguments, I devised a different strategy. I was done fighting. You know, I was done arguing. If you tell somebody the first time and they don't hear you and they want to go on and go on and argue the point, Well, what's what's what for, you know, is how I look at it. So I decided to wait until she fell asleep with the dog nestled between us, staring at the ceiling. Every time I went there, I was looking up at the ceiling. I should have put something up there like, so I could look at it like a poster or something, I don't know. Anyways, once I heard her start snoring and it filled the room, I would silently raise from the bed, gently closing the door behind me, the bedroom door, And I would leave the dog inside the master suite with her. (laughs) You know. Afterwards, I would head to the kids' bathroom and take a shower, ensuring that I washed off all the fleas or ticks that might have found their way onto me during my intimate moments With her and her dog, you know, once I fell clean, I would commence cleaning the entire 5,000-square-foot house. I mean, the whole enchilada. On my way downstairs, I'd collect clothes that were strewn haphazardly in the hall, like they just dropped them wherever they took them off on their way to taking a shower or whatever. You know, the kids. <sighs> week after week, by the time I reached that bottom of the stair, I mean, there was clothes everywhere. <laughs> it's like she would go buy him new clothes for instead of washing them, you know. Anyways, I would have a jumble of clothes overflowing in my arms. (gasps) One fell. Oh, well, you know, I'll get that next trip. Anyways, disregarding anything else, I would make a beeline to the laundry room and start the process of washing clothes. That poor washing machine despised my presence, eventually succumbing to the strains of hundreds of loads that I put it through. Naturally, it broke and I had to repair it myself. That's what guys do. You go on YouTube and you learn how to do it yourself. (sighs) Anyways, I established the routine of starting my cleaning efforts from the family room, deliberately avoiding the garage to prevent any alarms from sounding within the family room. I scrubbed windows, I vacuumed diligently, I tidied up toys that were thrown about. I meticulously organized coats and sweaters and shoes left behind. I would put the shoes, you know, where they belong, right next to the door in a line in a pair. And then Inevitably, the heap of clothes that would accumulate in front of that washing machine in the laundry room causing distress and beleaguered appliance. I felt so sorry for that washing machine. Not so much the dryer, you know, It was probably a cheap washing machine from JCPenney's or, you know, the lower end. And it wasn't intended for this heavy usage that I was putting it through, like washing clothes. Little did the machine know what it was capable of. What did they say? The engine that could or something like that? I don't know. Next time my cleaning room was the dining room where I often discovered unforgotten homework or I'm sorry, forgotten homework from the previous week, one week. Wow, a brilliant idea st- struck me. I rummaged through Bernice's sewing room and her studio. Searching for something in particular, a specific item. To my delight, I found a small by three, uh, th- or uh, three by five corkboard. Yahoo! Without hesitation, I mounted that corkboard right on the wall adjacent to the kitchen. Um, table. I want to call it the dining room but it wasn't. it was the kitchen room I don't know. They should come up and with a name for that. They really should. anyways right by the kitchen. so from then on I would any homework that I would find I would thumbtack it and put it up on the board. And I one week I bought a bunch of thumb, t- or what do you call their push pins. Yeah, And so that way I could see the table before I never knew it was brown. No kidding. I mean, you never saw the bottom of the table, you know, the tabletop. I found it. And so if someone wanted those items, they were welcome to them. Otherwise, they would disappear into my black garbage bag and never to be seen again. I always had two or three garbage bags when I left the house, you know, when I knew it was time and she was up there showering and it was daylight out, I would take those garbage bags and take them to my uh, truck and put them in the back of my Ford Escape, and then they would escape. And I'd toss them out at my house. I didn't care. You know, you just don't. <laughs> you know. All right. And I aim to fill at least four bags of garbage every weekend, inching closer to my goal of clearing out all the clutter. We're going to call it clutter, a.k.a. garbage, in this place entirely, okay, this routine would be typical Occupying three or four hours of my time. Starting in the family room, then kitchen, then dining room or kitchen room. And then Bernice would finally wake up and descend down the stairs. And uh, she was very graceful. And... Very smart, but just something was wrong. Oh, my God, she'd say, were you up all night doing this? I found it impossible to tell her the truth. Discussing the dog was off limits. I knew that. So by the time she made it way downstairs, I was utterly exhausted. Now, remember, every Friday, I would have two, three jobs before I came to her. So then I would romance her and then take care of her, you know. And then I would pretend like I'm sleeping and then go downstairs and work as hard as I do at work. So in the morning, I had to really watch myself from not being, um, I had to be nice. Do you know what I'm saying? I couldn't be short. I couldn't be um, in a bad mood. I had to think my way through it. Okay. And I would have either I'd be preparing breakfast or I'd I would have it already done and I've scrambled eggs or toast or anything ordinary people ate. Sometimes I'd whip up some pancakes or waffles, if the ingredients were there, or if I bought them, you know what I mean? Looking for a change in my diet, and of course, coffee, ooh, coffee was a must. I brought my own coffee and sugar and creamer. I stored them on a high shelf, so beyond Bernice and her children's reach, concealing them within the recesses of the cabinet, way in back. If they out of sight, out of mind. If they don't see them, it's not theirs to play with. After a month or two of this, I finally caught up with the cleaning. Yay, Gabriel! I reinduced my time in those three rooms and the it would only take like 2 hours while the laundry continuously worked. I mean the thing was going I even finally I would grab a load just to catch up folks. I started the load when I got there. So I would take all the clothes and while she was doing fiddling, after I patted her on her butt and gave her a kiss, then I'd go into the laundry room, find any clothes that were dirty. She never had a clue. And I just started, you know, she was in, the kitchen or somewhere talking on the phone or on the computer la la, la, la la had no idea what I was doing. She just felt that comfortable, you know, but I was in the laundry room starting loads. I figure I'd get a jump on it, you know and then. I considered the sewing room and their study at this stage, but I reminded myself, no touchy, not yet, you know, and this is after a month or two, you know. Then, and only then, could I make my way up the stairs and begin tackling the girl's room, and her son's room, and then last but not least, the kid's bathroom. That tub has never been cleaned. Think about it. I would shower in there, but I wouldn't clean it. I didn't want to wake her up. If I woke her up, while the house was big enough, okay, that 5,000 square feet The only thing upstairs was the bedrooms. And it was on like half of the house. So it was under the family room and the kitchen. You know what I'm saying? So she would have never heard me because it was that well insulated above me. And so... I knew right where she was above me, so I was quiet, extra quiet when I was in the family room on the bottom because I knew if I woke her up, that would be it. What are you doing? Why are you doing that? Da-da-da, da-da-da. And then I didn't have answers for her yet. You know, you just can't say what's wrong with you. Why can't you clean your own house? You know how tired I am. You can't say that, especially to a woman. You know, then you've started the war, and then they have to tell you what you did wrong in 1932. Uh-uh, I go. I've learned, folks, I've learned, shut up, don't say a word, just do what you're going to do. If you ask for any advice or you show any vulnerability, the woman attacks, and that's that. It's the end of the relationship. Okay, so enough of the digressing. Finally, I worked my way up the steps, like I said. I finished the formal front room and the formal dining room, and then, only then, could I make my way upstairs. But you have to remember in the last episode what it took Remember, she still, she had lived there five, six years and she didn't take anything out of the boxes. You know, it was still in the boxes. So I created the feng shui and all that stuff and made it beautiful. I mean, really, but the kids, the cool thing was the kids were so programmed not to go in there because there was nothing in there for them. It was all in the playroom and the kitchen area and the kitchen table that they never went in there, so the cleaning was minimal. And if they did find their way in there, there wasn't much for them to find, you know so then i'd make my way up the stairs i've said that five times but it and i digress you guys know that already anyways first the girl's room and then her son's room and then last but not least the kids bathroom like i said i actually got to scrub that i used um toilet bowl cleaner, and I scrub the walls with that's an old trick that I learned in the health clubs. If you spray the tile now watch your eyes, spray the tile with a um toilet bowl cleaner and the tub, squirt it all on the tile, and then. You wipe it down real fast. Well, you, you hose it down with scalding hot water and then you wipe it with a towel. Any towel, like a rag. They turn out like mirrors, like you're in a discotheque. No kidding. They shine that much. Your tiles. Try it sometime. You'll freak out. Anyways. Throughout all this, remember, my long-lost friend is still in progress. I said that funny, but, you know, in the, how they say it in England, progress, the washable sheet is still going this whole time. And the dryer toiling endlessly fulfilling their duties without complaint. I'm the only one complaining, not them. That's the difference between machines and people, I guess. They don't say nothing till they break. Well, I'm bitching and moaning right now because I'm about to break. (laughs) No, not really. (coughs) Anyways, When I finally reached that uh, uh, formal front room, I meticulously reined everything back into its place. You got to remember, the kids, they did find it. Don't get me wrong. But, you know, when I got in there finally, I hung the pictures. I don't know if I told you. Pictures weren't on the walls. Really? Really? Uh, so I would hung, hang the pictures, try driving nails without waking her up. I must have really done something good to put her out like that. And the dog, I'm sure, heard me but didn't want to say anything because he had his girlfriend right next to him. So the front room was gorgeous. It looked like resembling something out of a page from a magazine. I couldn't help but feel a surge of pride in myself with the effort that I had exerted in that front room alone. Truly exceptional, trust me. ma please be quiet i'm trying to do a podcast down here